Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Joining me in the studio is Fran Mirabella. Hey, I'm back. What's up? And we have Glad in via Discord continuing the guest. Glad, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I like this. I like bringing friends on via Discord and mm-hmm. having uh, having them able to join us from, from afar. Yeah. And Fran all the way from the other side of town. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> CJ and Brian are taking a break because they uh, busted their butts during Comic-Con for IGN. They deserve the rest, but they will be back shortly just so everybody knows where those guys are at but on today's episode we're going to be talking a lot about the solstice of heroes and everything that you need to know about solstice of heroes and what is coming down the road we're also going to uh, talk about some of the fan questions that you guys sent in i put out a tweet got a few few good ones that i thought would be fun to discuss with uh the two guests of the show today and uh yeah we'll probably talk about how we feel about what it's going to take to masterwork the solstice set fran why don't you take it away what is coming right around the corner with solstice heroes when does it start wow he's just relying on me i'm amazed actually that I, that. <laughs> I trust you uh yeah solstice of heroes which starts on uh july 30th and runs through august 27th i believe uh the big thing obviously is that you're going to be able to earn this new armor 2.0 your first armor 2.0 set yeah and you'll be able to pick that up i believe was it from the gunsmith uh yep. once it's done but this is in Shadow Keep. So that, that's like the really big thing that everybody's talking about. I assume mm-hmm. that's what you wanted to segue into. Yeah, for sure. So with the Armor 2.0 stuff, and uh, we'll start with our guest, Glad, of course. Um, what do you think that you're going to try and build into? Because, yes, we're going to collect it during Solstice of Heroes. It's really exciting that we're going to have this awesome looking, you know, new set. I actually use it as the, the background if you're watching the video version. Ooh. Updated, updated. I see it. A little bit. It's nice. It's ornaments. Yeah. It is a yeah, nice. The ornaments nice are cool. Set. But uh, stat wise, we know you're going to kind of rank this up and uh, build build up the stats that you want to. What are you going to be aiming towards, Glad? I know you do all your crazy raid stuff. So are you gonna, mm-hmm. you're probably going to try and break it, right? Yeah, so uh, I actually have a lot of thoughts on the armor situation. So I think starting with uh, the Menagerie and the way that they did the, what did they call that, the seasonal mods or whatever. Mm-hmm. How so, so prior to the mod system that we have now for the Season of Opulence gear, anything that is, uh, has the little chalice next to the armor, you had, you know, striking hand that was attached to your gloves and you had things that were involved with your supers and your grenade attached to your helmet and you had increased energy uh, damage that was attached to your boots. Everything was sort of allotted to a very specific piece. So your builds were kind of limited in Destiny and Destiny 2 so far has really been very limited in the types of build complexity that you can put together. And it's something that I always thought that the game could improve upon drastically. Um, 
But with the Season of Opulence, they've introduced now how you can put mods on any piece anywhere you want. So you can stack certain things, for example, giving hand and striking hand. And I think that was an excellent uh, step in the right direction because now you're able to put together a lot of builds in the game, which is something that we hadn't really seen before. And with the whole 2.0 now, given I don't really know much about it, I don't think a lot of people really Mm -hmm. do. We don't know the details yet. But from the looks of the videos that we've seen, uh, you know, the brief glimpses that we've caught on monitors, it looks like there's going to be a handful of mods out. So virtually every, uh, let's say, take all the table of perks that we have now, it looks like we're almost going to be able to select those and put them in, and they're not going to be random anymore. So we're going to be able to piece together, uh, you know, uh, on our on our pieces of gear, not only affect the way that they look, but affect the perks and how our build is going to synergize together. So I'm super optimistic about it. And I really hope that uh, that it gives us a lot of options and a lot of, you know, uh, the ability to sort of change things around, like a lot of diversity compared to what we have now. Yeah. And what, what we know, Fran, I'll let you add in just a second. We know that we have the current armor system. We have mods that we're going to be able to apply in this new system. And it, this strength is coming back. And, and that's about it. They did have an article in Polygon just about that yes you power up your armor to increase its capacity which lets you equip more mods we don't know how many we don't know what that power increase is going to be a lot of questions up in the air that was that was the perfect segue what i was wondering about is do we have any idea how the int disc strength works because before you would be trying to roll armor right that Mm -hmm. had the right mix want your t12 set right so do we know if like it's going to be mod related at this point or is it all speculation like in other words can you create the int disc strength build you want or do you need to roll armor that's going to have that intrinsic stat no idea and i haven't seen anything specifically about that i if i had to guess I'm guessing it's going to be sort of a, a marriage of the two systems, work, the, the two old systems and the new system all working together. And if you want that T12 set, you're going to have to stat them all a very specific way. And I think there will be a new version of T12 is uh, yeah. referencing Destiny a Destiny 1 into strength thing where you could have like a, a fully cooled down super and then, you know, you would usually, what was it? It was like 5-5-2, five, five, right? Super grenade melee. Yep. Yeah, so you would yeah. have five for the max cooldown and super, five for the max cooldown and grenade, and then two in the grenade in the melee or however you wanted to rearrange that. Yeah. But as long as you, you had, had twelve, 12 total, points. total points allocated. So what's interesting yeah. is we have class abilities now. Yeah. So you know, yeah. are they yeah, gonna are like they fourth, how would you fourth heat? Yeah. So it's almost like is int disc strength going to affect grenade melee class ability and is it not going to touch super at all? Or are they going to add, you know, a fourth thing? How's that going to work? Because that's interesting. Yeah, it's fine. I guess now that you're saying it, I guess I assume that it would just, it, it, the speed it mm. generates ability would be the speed of super or something. But I don't, mm. I don't know. Um, yeah, like how do you think, do you think it's going to be role-based, though, for this into strength, Glad, or do you think maybe it could be mod-based? That Like, once you get a set of armor, you're trying to get mods now or something. I honestly have no idea. Any Anything that I would say would be total speculation, to be Sounds completely like honest. Can, you know everything, don't you? It's like a canned NDA comment <laughs> that Glad's got prepared. I've ne- I don't know. No, I'm just messing with you. Thinking back, <laughs> think, thinking back in the day, the only thing that I didn't love about the Inter Strength system is because you had to like get so many points to get one of those those pure whited out 
squares, yeah. and then that's how you got your T12. I'm wondering if yeah. I think that's going to. I'm be sure it will change. I mean, that that's my gut feeling, and like I'm liking. I guess it was a leading question for me. Like I'm liking where all the mods are going. And when we learned that actually, not only is there gonna be a finishing emote, you know, that you can choose the style of finisher you want. And they said, oh, by the way, there's now gonna be a perk for the finisher, but it's not the emote slot, it's not tied to it, it's a separate finisher mod. So I'm starting to get this sense that there's gonna be quite a few mods, and then also you're leveling up your armor. That for me is, I think I'm hopeful because mm. I personally, I well, I have a vault problem, okay? <laughs> so. But rolling armor and trying to, like, find the max stuff, I'll hold on to, like, seven versions of something. And then I just get overwhelmed, and then I, I think I give up eventually. Where I think my dream is find a full armor set, and now you're grinding for mods, and you're grinding mm -hmm. for leveling it up. And that, for me, would be a cleaner system. So a lot of people are asking, and I'm curious myself about what armors are going to work with Armor 2.0 system. We know that the Eververse armor sets are going to be a part of it. As ornaments. As ornaments, yes. Uh, I'm a little unclear about which sets we know are coming over. Glad, do you know if there's been a list compiled about stuff that we know for this sure? This is the only one, right? Well, we know about Eververse. We know about the Solstice of Heroes set. But beyond that, like, what about my Black Armory set? Is that going to be included in Armor 2.0? Who knows, you know? Yeah, I don't think we know any of that information yet. Mm -hmm. If it's anything like uh, this DLC, they're keeping it exclu exclusive to Raid Gear, Eververse, and Menagerie. So Pinnacle activities mm -hmm. uh, and, cru and Crucible as well. So I would think that maybe they might keep it to Pinnacle, PvE, and Crucible activities and not just random drops throughout the world. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, But maybe right. not. Yeah, maybe not. I I like I want those planetary sets in there. Like what sets yeah, do what we do want, want in there? The planetary sets, the crucible really? sets, the you iron do. banner sets for sure. You know, because I've gotten all the ornamentation. I think iron banner is the one that's going to translate the easiest because it already has the ornamentation system implemented. Mm -hmm. What about you? Yeah, it's funny. I have, I'm so ready to start with like just new armor and get new stuff, and and obviously earning solstice on the backside of year two that makes sense. So now you got me. Going back to when I first saw Armor 2.0 in the ornament system, I thought probably a ton of stuff would be available, I guess. But um, in other words, I, I guess I I just, I love having options. So for me, it's easy to say, like, why not give us, you know, like you said, planetary sets, mm -hmm. right? Give us everything for the most part, except the stuff that sucks. Um, so in other words, yeah. a lot versus a little, but I don't know. This set is awesome. Yeah, I know I said it at the beginning of the show, but the new Season of Opulence set looks absolutely dope. Are, are you a fan, Glad? Yeah, so uh, I've always been a fan of... Uh, are you talking about the Solstice, Solstice. or Season Solstice, of Opulence? Solstice, Solstice. Okay, yeah, sorry. Um, so the Solstice Warlock set from last year will always be one of my <laughs> favorites. Uh, yeah. Or I don't know if you remember what it looked like with the with the big the, fur and oh, all that stuff. It was the I one do. that they had learned. Yeah. Ah, amazing, amazing set. So... Uh, I always thought they did a good job with the aesthetics of gear for these for this uh, summer event. Yeah, actually, there's a perfect example. Like now that you're saying it, I'm like, well, I also want that solstice to come over as. So here's what's interesting, right? You were asking about ornaments, or were you saying Armor well, 2.0? Well, Armor 2.0 is going to utilize the ornamentation system well, largely. Right. But if I'm understanding this correctly, right, like solstice armor will be 2.0 armor, right? Yes. So in other words. Uh, and right. and it uses the ornamentation system because if you have the 2.0 yes. version, the masterwork it version that we it. have here, you can make it look like crap if you want. Right. You can <laughs> make it look different. Where I was going with this is, uh, and I think reflecting on my question, I now even need to clarify. 
for the ornament side of things, I hope we get a lot of options. Like mm-hmm. you got a full menagerie set or a pinnacle, uh, this set or that. That you'd, it'd be nice to have that option um, to make your armor 2.0 look like that. And mm-hmm. let's use the example of what Glad just said. It'd be awesome if you have Solstice armor from this year that is 2.0. But if he likes the set from last year, he can make it look like it. And I and I guess but, I, right. Yeah. I was going to say, by the way, I was totally, I had a brain fart there and was, ref, was thinking of the winter set for the warlock. Yeah, you said for oh. my point. Yeah, dawning, but my, right? I, I, I just looked it up and I was like, okay, totally just had a brain fart there. <laughs> but but still- my point is, it's nice to have, I think they do a good job with these seasonal events, whether it's summer or winter. You know, get them confused. Okay. I think they do a good job with the with the pieces. Yeah, of Solstice gear. was last year's all that really glowy stuff, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I which was. I, like. I don't know why my brain just went straight Dude, to the winter set. So many sets. <laughs> the dawning wait, set was really is, nice. Which Talking is dawning. Yeah. yeah. Is that your favorite? The dawning set. The dawning warlock set okay. is is my favorite piece. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite overall set in the entire game. Nice. Gotcha. Do you still rock it? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I had to delete the helmet because I needed it for a challenge that I was doing, and it was oh, it hurt so bad. <laughs> yeah. But I needed it. Uh, but I think I'll be able to use that because it's Eververse technically. Mm-hmm. I think I'll be able to use it oh, with yeah. the whole uh, transmod thing coming up. Mm-hmm. I, I, so think, I think we'll be good. I think a passive benefit of this whole Armor 2.0 system is that uh, our collections are going to be fixed. I think we're going to be able yeah. to pull out yeah. like a, a base version of whatever armor we want and start leveling that up. That would be awesome. Like with all the sets that I have, and if I just want to start leveling the perfect set that I have in my inventory currently, I'm going to be able to do that at the start of the season. That you, would be my hope. Do you mean of wait, wait, wait? Are you saying this leveling? Uh, old so you, armor up as 2.0. Is that what yeah, saying? you know how you can't pull anything out of your collections right now because it has random random rolls. Yeah, right? yeah. I think passively this is going to have the added benefit of sort of neutralizing that because you, yeah, you can pull it out totally, but you have to put in mods or whatever you want on. Totally. And what I was getting, at, we don't like you said earlier, we don't know that you can use old armor. I'm just 2.0. Guessing. So you're you seem to be you you want that like. Mm-hmm. I guess I I would want that ideally. Like if you have a favorite armor set, it working as 2.0 is the ideal. But that's what's so interesting about the ornament system is like, wait, it's the the armor perks it, are not tied to what it looks like anymore. Mm-hmm. So if you could just have. Again, if your solstice gear gives you everything you need perk-wise, yeah. but you can just apply the ornament, what's the difference? Yeah, that's a good point. You know, why do you need everything? So I, I guess the perks system, you know what I mean? That's what you need. So I don't think it's going to be like Eververse, you mouse over your ornament and just every armor set you've ever acquired is in there. You know, I think different, like the Eververse set that you end up getting, I think you're going to be able to ornament that to look like a few of the different Eververse well, sets. That have well, been that's no, what's they, said, they said any legendary gear... Mm-hmm. Uh, after Shadow Keep drops, they said any piece of legendary gear you'll be able to apply any Eververse ornament to it. Yeah. yeah. So, from my understanding, I don't, I don't believe them. <laughs> from my understanding, anything in the game that you get that drops after Shadow Keep releases, you'll be able to put any Eververse ornament that you've acquired from your collections. Mm-hmm. That's what I yes. understood. I now, what's same. interesting is yeah. for the new armor 2.0 they haven't said that yet they haven't said every piece of legendary gear so it makes me believe that it might be tied to a little bit more specific activities Mm -hmm. to make it feel a little bit more special yeah like uh i want to talk about iron banner just a little bit and we'll go over the news things that's sort of tied into all this but one of my favorite sets is the iron banner set and they did like a samurai look and they did you know the the wolves look and everything and i i really really like that it it was one of the 
earlier armor sets that use the ornamentation system, you know, Crucible has it now, and, and there's all these different sets that have the ornamentation system. I'm just wondering how that's going to function in Armor 2.0. Uh, a note on Iron Banner, actually, uh, talk about the news things really quick. We're going to get an emblem, and it's a laser through a skull, which looks amazing. Yes. Yeah. You played during the Prometheus Lens weekend when it was a nightmare. Mm -hmm. You were there, Glenn, Prismatic right? Inferno. I did not play. You oh, didn't no. play? You're no, not gonna get I'm missing it. out, yeah. I mean, it's an emblem, but yeah. I, it's one of my... Yeah. No, it's I, I got to give him a nod on this one. It's... But better luck next time for yeah. me, I guess. <laughs> uh, and then the, the Lord of Wolves one is also yeah. coming around it's the corner. That's really nice. And if you're on the struggle bus like me in Iron Banner and you need those grenade kills, good news. The next time it shows up, uh, grenade kills are going to have a 50% requirement reduction and swords will have a 25% requirement reduction. Yeah. Thank you. What's interesting about that is I'm 50% of the way through that. Unfortunately, the, the change is not going to suddenly make it 100, I think. Right? I'll have to get still uh -huh. that last quote. 25% I'm missing. Are you on the grenade thing? Yeah, I'm on the grenade. Yeah. So did you clear that? Do you play a lot of PvP? I always watch your PvE stuff. You're doing all these crazy raid things. How much PvP do you play? I play. I enjoy quick play. Mm -hmm. I do not enjoy comp at all. Uh, I only play comp if I there's something that I want or need. Same thing That's with Iron close. Banner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, so, like, I played comp for Clues. I played comp for um, Not Forgotten. Mm -hmm. But uh, quick play, I do actually enjoy. I'll play if there's just nothing else that I want to do. I'm like, oh, I'll just go in here. Uh, I don't really play Iron Banner. I only play Iron Banner if I need from it. Like, I played mm -hmm. last time it was available for the Swarm Grenade Launcher. Nice. But I already have it, so I haven't touched it yet this time around. You got spike nades <laughs> on it? I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course you do. Why else would you have it equipped yeah. otherwise? And then uh, the last yep. note is uh, Heroic Menagerie will drop a sword for first-time completion 100%. So yeah. that's that's a positive change. I wish that was retroactive. It, we don't know if it is. I doubt it. You'll just have to. Brand just wants everything. I beat it is the point, and I didn't yeah. get the sword. I, you know, wouldn't. Well, you'll get it next time you run it, right? Yeah, good. Yeah, uh, glad. So while we have you on the show... I've been talking mm -hmm. a lot about all your PvE triumphs over the years. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have to ask you... What is the craziest thing that you've experimented with? And you're just like, man, I can't believe we pulled that off. And I'm super happy and proud that we did it. Like your craziest oh triumph. Like, didn't you yeah. use all rockets once to kill uh, the ogre in Last Wish? Was that you? <laughs> yeah, we yeah. jumped. We jumped back across the bridge. That we, <laughs> oh, so we spawned. Yeah. The, we spawned the fight. This was actually Sweatsicle's idea. So <laughs> I want to make sure he gets credit. We. Uh, we spawned the fight, we collected all the orbs, and then right when DPS was about to start, when the final orb pops up for Morgoth, which is the last wish, Big mm. Ogre, we all jumped across with Dawnblade oh, yeah. uh, using Icarus Dash, and then we wore the, the chest piece with wings that makes you float when you ADS, and we just kept ADSing, and then Icarus Dashing and ADSing, and we made our way all the way back across the bridge before you jump into the Taken Portal, climbed up top, and used rockets to kill him from the other side of the bridge. That was pretty cool. That's why you we watch Gladden team. It's, it's so much we just do a bunch of stupid stuff all the time, like every every time we game. And uh, you know, people think it's cool to watch. And it's so I get that question asked all the time. And it's so hard to just pinpoint one thing down. You what, know what I mean? What's your most recent accomplishment? And then uh, what's one that you look back fondly on? How about that? 
What's well, I'm sorry. Was the second thing you said? Uh, what's your most recent accomplishment? And then what is something you wait. look back fondly upon as? Oh yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, wait. I got a good setup <laughs> for this. So for right. the most recent one, Glad is known for rage quitting. We know that Glad <laughs> is a toxic. <laughs> oh, okay, there's a story about it. So tell the story, Glad. <laughs> Had a bad night, and you're playing uh, Riven. And then what happened? Dude, I put I put <laughs> so much time into. Uh, into solo one floor ribbon so previous people were doing it on two floors and no one had done it on one floor uh so the a player called ouch found that there was this glitch where if you activated counter-strike from liar's handshake and then picked up the captain orb in the ribbon fight every single melee would applied the counter-strike buff to it instead of every other so essentially i'm like okay well you're like 50 60 percent doubling your damage here i think you could one floor so I went in and just day after day, just grinding and, and coming up with strats and over and just, you know, countless hours and then going to bed and waking Speaking back up and getting back on. I finally had everything down and I sort of knew what to do, a little bit of tweaking. And then all of a sudden, this randomly, my melee stopped registering on the boss. So they were doing full damage and the numbers were showing up. But the health bar wasn't moving and it was happening every single time, every run. So I got so mad and I've never done this before. And I just grabbed somebody from the directory, hosted them and was just like, bye and just signed off. <laughs> and he's not and known I felt, for that for the record. Yeah, that's that's why I am it was not so known unusual. For, no, I felt so bad. And I'm always really <laughs> respectful to my viewers. And like, you know, I love my community to death and, you know, they don't deserve anything like that. And I felt so bad and I. And I was just like, I'm so sorry, guys. I apologized the next day and came back. And uh, and I was like, okay, we're not going to go back in and do the one floor. Or because the bug, I just can't, I tested it again this morning. It doesn't work. So what we're going to do is we're just going to go to the regular Riven solo. I know you have to guess eyes here. And there's a 50-50% chance that Riven comes over. So I told everybody, I literally said, so sit back. Grab some popcorn, put on a movie, <laughs> put me on the side. I was like, we might be here for a while, you know? So I go in. Uh, first, si first time I died. Second time, Riven go again goes to the wrong side. So yeah, she has to come to your side. Then she finally comes to my side. I'm like, okay, here we go. And I'm like, I don't even know what to do. I look up <laughs> and I shoot two random eyes. I just spray a pulse rifle. Both of them correct. First Jeez. try. And my whole chat's like, no way. And if you watch the video... I, I I shoot the eyes and I start running because I just assume I'm going to die. I kind of like give up. And then you see me whip my camera back and look at Riven and then look back. And then I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, you wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I was so confused. So so then I just proceeded with the fight and I kind of knew like what to do. I hadn't practiced it, though, you know, to do the whole Ascendant Realm, Final Stand, Heart. Mm -hmm. I kind of had an idea from watching people. So I just made sure I made all my correct gear swaps and first tried the second floor, first tried Ascendant Realm, first tried Final Stand, first tried Heart, and got it done for sure. <laughs> yeah, and that was your so first solo Riven, obviously. That was my first solo Riven, first attempt ever. Yeah, I've That's people crazy. to put that in perspective. People have been grinding that for 20, 30, 40, 50 hours. Now, given I was abusing the Counter Strike thing, which does make it a little bit easier. But people mostly fail that due to RNG, mm -hmm. and uh, nice. I got it first try. So I, so I, I was trying to uh, rub it in people's faces so bad. <laughs> I, needed, 
That had to feel. I immediately got on the phone and called Slayer, and I was like, "Get in my chat right now." (laughs) I was gonna say Slayer had been trying to do this for a long time. Oh, he was like, he was like, I can't hear. I'm I'm like, just get in my chat, hurry up. And then I got Clyde, and I was like, Clyde, join my Discord because he was trying to too. And I was like, "Ha first try, buddy," because he because he had been working. They must have been so upset. So yeah, that was the most recent memory. That's pretty. That was the most recent. Yeah, probably right. And uh, like you, you've been world's first for raids too, right? Yeah, so as a clan, we have five worlds first. Mm-hmm. Uh, that does include the prestige versions. Uh, we have three normal modes, uh, but in order, it was Wrath of the Machine, Prestige Leviathan, uh, Spire of Stars Normal, um, Prestige Eater of Worlds, and Last Wish Normal. I think that's in order. Nice. Yeah, Sounds something right like me. that. I remember something about two minutes. I'm not sure what that was, but data that was, that was somebody else oh gosh yeah, poor <laughs> data bring that up yeah. he'll get one he the not only did he get the 2402 for last wish but then he got <laughs> the biggest debate of all time <laughs> ever for crown of stars i mean you got to feel bad for him yeah a little bit yeah he literally we, the, the game dropped his entire fire team the world's first exclusive gun they clearly messed up yeah, I guess there's like a switch and they turn it off once the first team completes it. Maybe. And yeah. they didn't turn it off for data because this whole team <laughs> was, was second. And they it said. was so close, I think. Yeah, it's funny. He was on Destiny Community Podcast with us uh, right yeah. before after you last time. And I, I, you know, sometimes I'm just interviewing and I was like, and so where did you place? And he's like, are we doing this? Are we going to do this here? Because he like, he had that rage. He, he <laughs> oh, also yeah. raged. But it, I was just like interviewing. I was like, okay. I was not messing with you. I was just like trying to have you let everybody know. They didn't know that you got second place, but he was still <laughs> yeah, triggered right. by it. It was great. I mean, that was like a week later, so it was very fresh wounds. Well, but yeah, no, we uh we have a uh just I love the dudes that I play with. We have a super solid group. Uh people we've just been playing together for so long. Um, you know, particularly modern flesh and error have been playing together for a really long time. I mean, like what? five years whatever yeah and i play with chevy and sweat all the time and that's our squad right now and um prior to chevy indica was on our team and, yeah. and we played a lot together which i haven't played recently so hit me up buddy if you do <laughs> listen to that but uh <laughs> but yeah i mean you know we just no secrets we just play together all the time and we understand each other's brains and how and how we work and what moves we're going to make and that's it yeah Sometimes I catch your streams when I'm just like, you know, just chilling with the apartment. I'll put it on the TV or whatever. Um, yeah. But definitely for Last Wish, because I was I was running in that one with my crew. We were we were at Riven. We were right there. And I just, you know, eventually <laughs> for your own health, sometimes you just got to oh, call it. Yeah. And uh, so we called it. But I still stayed up and I watched you complete it. And that, oh, that, wow. was, that was pretty awesome. Kudos to that. That was brutal. Yeah. It was Riven, fun was, watch, Riven was very hard day one. Yeah. You everything was had a red sword yeah. next to it. Yep, Ugh. every single thing. Every single enemy. It took it took like three bolt bursts from a rampage pulse <laughs> rifle to kill a single scion. It was just like, oh my yeah. god. Sounds about right. Things that now you just one shot. Yep. <laughs> you know. Let's look. Uh, let's take a minute minute and look forward at some of the the news about Souls of the Heroes. We didn't even go over it. I just realized I'm like, oh, I never really asked. Yeah, we only talked about Armor 2.0 about... out of all that. Yeah, so we talked about Armor 2.0. Uh, Fran, did you get a chance to read the update? Yeah, I did. Yeah, why don't you take people through some of the the notes that I, I laid okay. out here yeah, about what you... what they can expect when Souls of the Heroes drops? Is it so, starting right here? Right. 
Yeah, the whole the whole shebang. So, so yeah, exactly. In addition to us finding out that the armor that you earn, which you'll take through stages as part of Solstice, I think it starts, you know, as like a drain set, and you move on and eventually mm -hmm. earn this legendary set, uh, and you can masterwork it, which I think we'll hear about later. We'll talk about that later because it's a little yes. spoilery. It's been data mined we'll out, and I want to give you guys a chance not to hear it in case you yeah. like to be surprised. I know Fran's sensitive about that stuff sometimes, yeah, so I want to be courteous. I care about less, so I appreciate <laughs> it, though. Uh, but the big thing is that, yeah, there's going to be these orbs now that are dropping as part yeah. of solstice um and so basically there's an arc a solar and void orb that's going to drop and basically there's going to be elemental buffs that are applied depending on when you power up with what is it 30 of them um and so you need to what equip your subclass as well as an energy weapon of the same type yeah i think to get these orbs to drop and it has these buffs did you list actually what the buffs yeah were? the buffs are down here oh nice mm -hmm. So yeah, here, let me take you through them real fast. So if you, you're getting all these orbs, the solar elemental you, buff. Once you get 30 of the orbs, mm -hmm. you get this buff for and here's a period what of time. Yeah, exactly. Until you die or a period of time. Yeah, until you die. That's correct. Probably or like a day. A period of time. <laughs> it lasts for a day. I don't yeah. think it lasts that long. Um, I would assume it would be like five, 10 minutes. Yeah, really? I would assume it wouldn't be too long. I mean, these these seem to be pretty you easy to orbs. make. Yeah. Yeah, but it depends how easy they are to make. Yeah. I mean, because if you think about it, everything. Uh, no, you might. I don't be... know. I, it could. It could be a couple hour thing. I guess. See, I didn't it think it was be. gonna. You you blew my mind on that. I was picturing like you said, glad like whether it's five minutes or even. But but let's listen to the buffs and then you know you guys take away what you will from it. But um, so for solar, if you get that elemental buff while you're empowered with this solar buff, guardians will emit a burning wave of energy that damages anything around them. Definitely so, a day. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So when I read that, what does it's that mean? Probably a minute because yeah, that, these like orbs running into enemies on fire, right? And they're so like, like, remember these orbs are popping out constantly. So I imagine yeah. as long as you're like continually refreshing, right. you could probably just hold on to it for a significant amount of time. Yeah, but if you get a singular buff and you don't pick any other orbs up, mm -hmm. these things sound really powerful, and they want you to use them in the new activity, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Yeah. And I feel like they would they would be something that would be a very short time. I don't know. I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, I feel like it would be short as well. Um, so here's what the void elemental buff does. Uh, we should let me just say right now, by the way, this won't work in comp and it won't work in Gambit Prime. Oh, so just just in case people <laughs> are like, wait a second, uh, let's just get to that part of it. Like, don't worry. It seemingly will work in quick play and crucible though, but we were talking about this the other day and like generating 30 orbs, even in banner or crucible. I don't think that's going to be an easy mm -hmm. task. You won't have this for long if you, if you earn it, but anyway, so the void elemental buff, if you crouch while you're empowered to become, you will become invisible and gain true sight plus enhanced ability regeneration. What is it with Bungie and the crouch mechanic? I know. They just got to gotta put all these like buffs on crouching. Well, it's a button, right? So in yeah. meaning it that how else would you activate true sight? So they just have you crouch to do it, I guess. I, I think this one you can like run slide, activate it, then go about yeah. your way. But I'm just just every time I hear crouch, I I'm know. like, oh, another crouch thing. They're Firmly really planted. married to this this crouch thing. Yeah. Anyway. And it's kinda like an additional button for you. <laughs> the arc one I personally think is exciting, but I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about these three. One but, floor ribbon. Right. Oh, this <laughs> is it then. Okay, so while you're empowered with the arc element um, elemental buff. Uh, you will move with, it with enhanced speed and deal greater melee damage and sword damage. So maybe just start with Glad on that one. Is that the one you're most excited about? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> I, the only thing that stinks is you lose it if you die. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to get those 30 orbs, too. 
Well, with Riven going 50-50, what I was thinking is if she doesn't come to the correct side, you just go to orbit and fly back in. Yeah, that's a lot of downtime. Instead of, but... instead of dying. It is, so it would make it a pain. But basically, once she comes to your side, you just can't mess up and you just got to do it. Depends you know on I mean? depends on the window you have too, because like if the buff's like thirty minutes, you're probably mm. good to do a few mm. ribbon attempts, you know. But your... but it would be nice because you could just collect the buff and then go into the fight, and then if mm -hmm. she doesn't go to your side, go to orbit, fly back in. Yeah, so, but yeah, I, I think it's I, like five minutes. It's funny. I, I hadn't yeah. even considered how long it would last cool until down. you guys brought it up. So I don't know. I, I think it'd be short. I actually these sound pretty thirty would be like max, mm -hmm. but. But no, that arc one is insane, particularly because everything lines up with currently the most overpowered build in Destiny right now, which is the Hunter 1-2 Punch times 3 Combination Blow Liar's Handshake on top of this arc elemental buff. The fact that they put the melee one on the arc almost thinks that, makes me think that they did this on purpose. <laughs> because why else would it be, you know? Um, like, not only does arc match up with this but it's the melee damage as well mm -hmm. and that build right now is ridiculously fun to mess with so this is going to make things very interesting it does say <laughs> short time so that could be mm -hmm. seconds that could be 60 yeah. seconds that could be five minutes i don't know what their mm -hmm. definition of i don't short think it, time. i was thinking literally like a minute or two like or less you know like yeah. I, it sounds like they're pretty powerful so like have a little mm -hmm. fun with it but then, it is powerful but then yeah you have to get back out and generate the orbs and that's like the the loop of it i was trying to remember mm -hmm. didn't Virtus verdant forest right didn't you get that buff uh or verdant? was it the verdant forest verdant Verdant? <laughs> Verdant? Really? Oh, God. <laughs> what? I'm from Wisconsin. No. I grew up in Wisconsin. Do you also say menagerie? <laughs> yeah. It's menagerie. Um, <laughs> but I was trying, there was a, wasn't there a buff with that that carried over? And there was a, one of the. Oh, yeah. You could bring it in the crucible and everybody was exactly. that. How long did that? That's You're talking about revelry? You would yeah. pop that. Revelry. Sorry. That was it. You could literally pop that the and then go in. The tonic. That was it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How long did that last? That was a while. It was a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was not was a, a short time. It was enough to like okay. go into Crucible for half an hour. It's probably different. Um, I like these a lot. Uh, the more exciting thing, though, on this list, Fran, definitely yes. for me, uh, these buffs you are going to be great. They're going to be a lot of fun for PVE, potentially PVP activities. But let's talk about that new activity. Yeah. Glad. Tell us about it. Yeah. So <laughs> the new activity, what it, what is it called here? Uh, so we're going to be visiting a new area, the European Aerial Zone, the EAZ. And it looks like we're going to be fighting one of three enemies, Hive, Cabal, or Fallen enemies, which is nice because we have Hive armaments and Fallen armaments, but mm -hmm. we're looking for those Cabal armaments. <laughs> um, but uh, so it's a three-player three match-made activity, and it'll be launched uh, either from the Tower of the Director. So it'll be very similar to, like you said, the Verdant, it sounds like. <laughs> However, the way that they worded this is your goal is to defeat as many mini-bosses as possible before time expires. When the time does run out, you'll face off against a final boss, and once he's defeated, you'll be set out to search for a bunch of treasure chests that will be dependent on how many mini bosses you defeated. So more mini bosses, more chests. And you'll be able to find these keys to open the chest from what I remember yeah. uh, from any activities that you play in the game. So it seems like you, as you play any activities in the game, uh, you know, strikes, crucible, this new activity, you'll get these keys as well. So you'll be able to farm up keys, go into this activity, slay mini bosses, open up a bunch of chests, get a bunch of loot. Please don't put the keys in my consumable tab. <laughs> like, of, of all, like, just put it in the pursuits tab. Absolutely fine. Wait, Go you want keys to be in pursuits? 
Your I think, tab? I think, or do you have it backwards? I think the pursuits tab is okay. Your consumables, like your tokens. Oh, you're just worried about it filling up. It'll fill up. Oh, I Absolutely. See. It's funny. You run into that problem all the time. Yeah, no, you're right yeah. on that front. It's the using the pursuits tab is like crazy. Like, oh, well, I hate it. Yeah. You're, you're, the <laughs> thing you. is, if you get a key in your pursuits tab, you'll never need to like go into your pursuits tab and then implement it and then open the chest. Yes. It'll just be there. You open the chest, it it's goes gonna away. It's going to be consumables. Right? Don't it get your will. hopes up. I Dang, hate the I, pursuits tab so right? much. Oh yeah, I think everybody does. Everybody does. I don't understand like, why they don't change it yeah. back. It's like when Xbox updated its dashboard. You know, you're like, oh god, why did you change it? It was working so well. I mean, they're, not that it didn't need it. They're about to do it again. I know. That's yeah, why I brought that up. But, I think um, it's going to be better. Yeah, it's just honestly, it just needs more organization. It's good. It's got a couple filters, but um, it, like I'll look just, for my chalice, and it's just somewhere different every time. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, it I hate that. Again. Uh. Last time we did this, you could end up in that that uh, infinite forest loop basically mm -hmm. as long as you wanted. Like it wasn't yeah. particularly difficult. Well, uh, kind of. Multiple teams tried to go to a thousand, including myself, <laughs> and it would it would start it would kick people out. You get error coded. Oh really? Oh, it's like the memory. Yeah, so it happened to every team that got right around 550, 560 rounds, it would kick them. <laughs> Yep. Interesting. I think Bungie's like not. We don't expect people to stay in that long. We figure like they're either gonna quit That's out weird. or whatever. That's cool that you guys tried that though. Yeah, we tried to get to a thousand, and we and uh, <laughs> yeah, multiple teams failed, and we just never tried again. Yeah, but uh, I wonder if it's gonna be like that again. What do you think? You think they're just gonna so, let us stay in there forever? Because you only, well, so you only the really... way that the... sorry, go ahead. Previously, it was rounds. So mm -hmm. the first time that we had it, the the haunted one. It was rounds that you had to complete. Yeah. You had to kill uh, in enemies a to get time. time. Realistically, the more rounds, you needed like 20. Realistically, you needed like 20 for like the hardest version of it, right? I think it was yeah. like 20, 25. But yeah. Uh, yeah, something like that. And then you had, to, you had to set time limit and you had to do as many rounds, like as high, it was like a high round. Mm -hmm. As many rounds as you get in the time limit, then it would immediately send you to the boss. The second time we got it, it was. Every time you completed a round, it added time onto your thing. So it wasn't a set time anymore. So you could do as many rounds you wanted. Once you hit a certain round, it was uh, diminishing returns. Then you could just launch into the boss fight, but you could theoretically do it forever. Uh, this one doesn't, this one talks about just mini bosses. So this one says you, yeah. you want to defeat as many mini bosses before the time expires. So it makes me think that it's not going to be rounds of mobs. Mm -hmm. It makes me think that it's going to be mini boss fight with a set timer so i don't think you're going to be able to stay in there forever but instead of rounds of mobs it's going to trash mobs is going to be mini bosses and then it takes you to a final boss when the time runs out yeah so that is exciting to me for sure hmm. uh because who doesn't like boss fights in Destiny? <laughs> you know i'd rather fight bosses than than you know little dreg stuff what if what if the more mini bosses you kill the more bars the boss has and the stronger it gets, the more resilient yeah, yeah. Bosses, it builds up. <laughs> that'd be cool. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, that was the one thing, thinking about it, like with the Verdant Forest, uh, you <laughs> it's not like each section scaled. It actually became an ammo economy thing, if I remember more than anything. And like you could you like once you had the method down, like you guys figured it out, glad you could just kind of go infinitely, probably. Yeah, because it never got more difficult. Yeah, it was never yeah. more difficult. It was always the same. Yeah. Had to make the, the right choice with your ammo, probably more than anything. Yep. Um, but with this, do we think the mini bosses are going to scale up? Is that how they get you to only go so far? Or like, in other words, what? I think it's a time. Mini yep. 
I, so I think it's straight. Have... Go ahead. I was just gonna say, I, I bet you they put just a straight seven minute timer, like on all the mini like bosses, that. for example. And it's like you just have to tear through them in this time as fast in as possible. seven minutes, and then you're going I mean, to the boss. Yeah, probably. And the more that you defeat, it rewards you for for optimization of mini boss land. I like that. That makes sense because when you think about it as like. Yeah, it's not like the Infinite Force. It's just a three-player activity, and even under yeah. the, the guise of like Menagerie, even that has a sort of proposed time limit on it. You know, you can only go for so long until um, you fill everything up and finish it. So, yeah, that makes mm -hmm. a lot of sense to me. Yeah, uh, I like yeah, it. I'm there's no scaling though. Yeah, I am excited to check out the new space and uh, see what the new mode's going to be like. Uh, is it match made? I it I didn't put it in my notes, but it's on the weekly update. Is this a three-player match made activity? I'm pretty sure. Yes. Like match made. Yeah, it is. It is 100. percent Yeah. That's what I thought. So, so that's great. That is, well, it it lasts a month, right? Is it going to go away after that? And if so, yeah, why? It's what yeah. if it's really fun? You know? I don't think it's going to be a necessary like activity. That like, do you do you want Verdant Forest right now? Like, I don't mind it, but it's, like, it's, it's just, not. It's, it's going to split up the player base, and the rewards aren't there. You know, mm -hmm. it's not whether it's, it's good or bad. It. It's just I like having a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. You know, it's and hard, one hard more, more one more thing to do. I don't see how that's negative. But you're right; they are having problems with menagerie population right now yeah. because they reduced the drops, and that's all mm. stuff that I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I know. Not happy. Did you get your one drop per run this week? <laughs> yeah, I know I didn't. You got three uh, That's a salty there. area for me. Mm. Do you have um, the god rolls that you need out of menagerie? No, you don't. I didn't get. I I got I, I got the hand cannon that I wanted. Oh, good. That's it. That is it. Yeah. Uh, I. Nah. Are you run I'm so? Hurt. Are you not running it because you're salty about I, it? I'm gonna. Yeah. I know no. You're no. I'm not. It's not like I'm boycotting it. I'm not running it because it's not worth my time. Glad boycotts menagerie but right you, here on. <laughs> you heard it here first. That's a great. I, you know, <laughs> it's. I'm not running it because it's. It's just the time investment is. It just doesn't feel rewarding. I it's, agree. It, See, I don't know that. Let me paint a picture for you. What if you are what 745 if? and you need a few more powerful drops in very specific slots? That's different. Okay, yeah, sure. That's different. That's who it's now, for, now, I think. So talking about, talking about menagerie to level mm -hmm. is something that people that are leveling, it's good. You can pick and choose what you need to help bump yeah. your character up, which That's is a great, though. great thing. So let me Wonderful. cut you off in that respect. <laughs> do you like it? In that respect, absolutely. For people leveling yeah. up, yes. For I think people we, leveling up, for sure. And I it's think it's a we wonderful can, loot system. We can all find common ground that that is positive. I would like to see them uh -huh. continue to grow that philosophy. But, but <laughs> yeah, like I said earlier about builds being introduced into the game, what Menagerie did when you were able to loot the chest, let's just say two or three times, maybe not as much as you were able to. You're you're able to start thinking about pieces of gear that you want. You're able to start min-maxing, you know, I need this specific perk on this, I need this specific perk on this. And what Menagerie allowed you to do was to spend your time farming this activity, min-maxing your gear, looking for very specific perks to get to put together these really interesting, uh, more powerful builds in Destiny. And by nerfing it to one chest, now your, your motivation to run this activity to farm for those specific pieces of gear is pretty much just thrown away because your chances of getting what you want are so slim. So, and I don't like how they pulled away. I'm not saying that it should go back to the way that it was. I'm saying give us two 
three if you like 100% every single room. If you do every room perfectly, throw like three down. So I'm going to I'm going to press you on this a little bit because you say you're yeah. not boycotting it. Now, I no. think <laughs> I think you are and here's why I think that. Well, <laughs> what, he's not. What, he's just not going to do it. No, That's I not know. But, <laughs> but okay, but this is a guy that like he does. He spends like whatever seven to ten hours like mastering, you know, a raid. Now there is value in that. Like it's world's first stuff, and I, I wouldn't discount that. But my question is like, is there a weapon that you really want a god roll out of menagerie still? And if so, can you name that? Like, is it the sniper? Is it uh, what else do we want out of there? Sniper shoddy, <laughs> or the shoddy? Like, is mm-hmm. maybe that's the. In other words. What keeps you where I'm leading with this is why not run it like three times because of the speed. I do. I run it for I run it for I run it three times on each character. So so nine times every week. But I only run it because I want the mods. Mm. I thought you said you weren't running it, though. So, okay, you're you're doing what I thought. I'm running it, but I'm not. But I'm not farming it. He's no. running it begrudgingly. So no, but this is what's interesting. <laughs> so that's a great point of clarification, though. You are playing it as it's largely intended. We were using it as a farm. By the way, I'm not defending that just in case, because this is where everybody's usually I'm back, everybody, Fran the Shill. People write this in the comments. I'm not saying I like where it's at. I'm with you. I barely run it now, and I think the population's dipped and there's stuff to address. However, all I wanted to posit and put out there was. You really can't get this kind of guaranteed loot, whether you need the power or you're like, I want a God roll sniper. Where else can you go and like design your, you need, you can like, guarantee you're going to get range even on, mm-hmm. um, you know, hand cannon or whatever. So it's pretty powerful. But yeah, I'm with I, you that more than three to nine times a week, like, I don't want to do that. I, I think it's a system that is a great system that they're going to continue to build into mm-hmm. and allow mm-hmm. us to experiment with. I think this is just the early version of it. Yeah, no, it, it was never supposed guy. to be farmed. I don't think they're going to fix it either. I don't think yeah, they're going to be like, hey, we fixed Menagerie. Because by the time Shadowkeep comes out, we're going to be totally focused on other topics. Exactly. And we would have burned it yeah. to the ground is the other mm-hmm. problem. And I think that's why we all agree, and to use your phrase before, common ground. I think we're on common ground that like two or three, we all kind of feel just a little more would be nice. Um, but I would at least share. Two or three would have been perfect. Yep. Yeah. What, what, what they had was too much. Factor. What they did now is way too little. I yeah. think they should have middle grounded it. And yeah. I don't know. I love that activity, and it, and it just, ah, uh, I hate that. We we loved it so much, and it got us so much good stuff. Like, it was just, we mainlined it. That's the word I use. Mm-hmm. Like, we were just like, yes, like, give me more. <laughs> and we just were, we were going to, like, suck the life out of it until we Yeah, but sometimes needed. there's nothing wrong with, with loot drops. Yeah. And I think Bungie needs to realize that, that dumping a lot of loot on people isn't always a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And I think Menagerie did that perfectly. Yeah, now, I agree with- what. Now, dumping, like, raid gear and stuff on people for not even playing activities, that's different. That's a little bit, you know, but Menagerie, when you're farming for such specific items, and farming is something that Destiny players love. Yeah. And introducing something into the game that we were able to farm like this and actually have fun doing, and we were able to matchmake while doing it so we didn't have to have all of our friends home. It was just all these stars aligned for such Mm -hmm. a wonderful thing, and then... I just feel robbed. Almost. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're, I, you know yeah, what I mean? We're all on the same page. Like, yeah. it's fun to farm. I think mm-hmm. Bungie has, they, I guarantee you that they've learned that and are trying to figure out how to balance yeah. it because mm-hmm. what they have implemented now, like, that is the design of Destiny. That, and what I'd share is I came back from, you know, Guardian Con and a little time off with the family and I hopped into Menagerie for the first time and I, I was a little like you. I'm like, I don't, whatever, I'm screwed now. <laughs> I missed the farm, you know? 
And I actually got to the chest and I forgot, like, I was like, oh, I didn't even put my runes in. I'm like, what about you? have <laughs> all the time in the right. world. So now. thankfully, tons yeah. of times, yeah. such a Fran moment. I'm like, oh, I got like 250 seconds. I'll just deliberate forever. <laughs> um, so I popped in my runes for Beloved and lo and behold, moving target, snapshot. Oh my God, I got exactly what I needed. But the feeling, <laughs> oh, the feeling, because I already had set up mentally that, like, it's I'm not going to I'm never going to get it. I was so much more excited than when I got an item farming. I got so many Al Stringers, and like, you know, I didn't get the God roll, but even had I, I got one that's really close. I was like, sweet, I got it. But when I got this beloved, and it was out of like the chasm of I'm not going to get anything, I was like, holy cow, holy cow. And I think that is the bungee philosophy that they got to take away from this is how do they keep the fun, keep us happy farming, but also not take away the like the thrill of those moments, you know? Like the first one I ever have was playing Vault of Glass hard mode and, and Vex Mythic class and uh, Prius timepiece dropped at the same time or something. I was just, my mind was like blown. And to have those moments is still really important. But anyway, sorry. We mentioned Menagerie. This was bound to happen. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's just talk spoilers really quick. So basically for that Armor 2.0 set, going back to the beginning of the show, mm -hmm. uh, I did want to bring up that... Uh, there's been a data mine. People have sort of figured out the quest steps required to master workers. So if you don't want to hear it, yeah. seriously, give me like steps. 30 seconds. I'm just going to go over them really quick. Uh, Prestige Nightfall, 200,000 or better. I like that. It's more than 100,000. It's wow. a challenge. Complete playlist strikes with clan mates. Eh, That's tough, So-so on that one. Yeah. Uh, do Shattered Throne with the fire team of two players or fewer. And this is rumored data mine stuff. This could change. Yeah. Who knows? Reset your season seven valor ranking in the Crucible. Easy enough. You can do that in comp quick play. And defeat challenging combatants throughout the system. You could probably do that in the activity. Or maybe it means raids. Who knows? But how do, how do you feel about this for masterworking your set? I think we should hear from Glad. Glad? Seems fine to me, personally. I mean... It's what I expect. Mm -hmm. When, if I remember from last season, every single piece of gear—helmet, gloves, chest, boots, bond, mm -hmm. or mark, or whatever class item—they weren't. Uh, re it it required kind of similar things, but it, I feel like these are a little bit more in depth with the activity. But I remember you had to do like activities in the game to complete yeah. them, so mm -hmm. it's what I expect. I mean. Yeah. different towards it i, I guess i don't mind uh, me too i'm just kind of like all right that's what i need to do and there's five of them i assume one mm -hmm. for each piece of gear and that's how you master work it there's of course other steps to upgrade your armor before this but they're all pretty standard just like do stuff in the game and uh yeah. th those all seem good uh yeah wait a minute though this is for the solstice set right this is for yeah that version of the set masterwork right yeah what i'm thinking about is okay it's july 27th what is it you get a month 26 to do all you get a month but then you pick up the version of this 2.0 at the gunsmith i mean aren't you gonna have to like level that up and masterwork it have you played destiny before fran because yeah. that's kind of a circular thing it but in other words way. wait first let's just tackle that when you pick up the new armor 2.0 of this set so you'll have the old one mm -hmm. but pick up the new one do you think it's going to be masterworked for you i have no idea yeah well <laughs> do you see where i'm going i just heard that like I just hope that people don't miss Shattered Throne when it comes around. Right? Yeah, there you go. That's a good point because you'll have this chance. Because that happened for that happened uh, for something before where people had no, no, no. Izanagi was it something? Yes. Something yeah, required you to do Shattered Throne and people missed it. I think it was Izanagi. You might be right about that. Glad for those who might have to call him back in. Yeah. Uh, give him a second. I might reconnect. Um, 
But yeah, man, I, I, I guess the point I was trying to make was if you're going to, well, some people want to have this masterwork now and I get it, but I'm wondering how that's going to work if, you know, bear in mind, this is data mine, but like you can just pick up Armor 2.0 and work on that on the 17th, which we're 51 days away or something from that as of recording this. And yeah. you know, by the time you finish this, you'll be 20 some days or something. So I don't know. I, I'm yeah. not, I'm not worried about it. It's going to be something to do to fill the gap. Yeah, it's like something to do. It's a month and yeah, it'll be good. Uh, I've largely been playing Destiny pretty light right now because there's not a ton of new stuff to be chasing. I mean, there is. There's tons of stuff Man, to I'm do. I'm so behind. But like for me, like I signed on, did a few Iron Banner things. Now that I know the grenade requirement's going to be reduced, I'm like, all right, I'll just wait just for wait. last week and do it then because it's <laughs> uh, grenade kills are rough for me. Uh, yeah, so that's where I'm at with it. Uh, I'm worried we're going to run out of tape. I don't mean to like rush the show no, along. No, yeah. I kind of like the actual recording time is the recording short. time for Glad's perspective. I'm worried okay. about going over on that. So I had some fan questions, and uh, I, I wanted to ask. Well, we had Glad here, so. From Insomnia Bound, he says, what is your typical raid preparation like before a big raid? Glad, take it away. Yeah, so this might come to a surprise. We don't really prepare. Uh, <laughs> we just we just sort of say, all right, guys, we hop into a Discord maybe the night before, and we say, all right, make sure you guys are in here at this time, like half hour before. Uh, we don't practice. We don't, we don't purposely play together. Like, We've known each other, as I said earlier, for so long, and we've been playing together for so many years that it's just like when you're picture like your best friend, you move away from your best friend, and then you see him a year later. It's like you never, you know, <laughs> yeah. It's like you guys never left each other. You're just like, what's up, dude? You just get right into normal conversation. Mm -hmm. That's exactly how we are. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, our our both of our teams are just such good. You know, we had all of our group hanging out at Guardian Con in our house this year and. It was just like we already knew each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, what about yeah, food? we don't really prepare. We don't practice. <laughs> what about food? What do you do about food? Food. That's a good food. question. Yeah. So me personally, uh, I am a, I am very much into uh, lifting and, and you know, health and fitness and stuff like that. Uh, and I, I do the ketogenic lifestyle. I've been doing it for five, six years now. So meal prep. Uh, so I wake up before raid day, uh, like two hours before. I go work out for about 30, 45 minutes. Uh, come back, make usually like some sort of something not too heavy, probably like bacon and eggs. Yeah, I'm not going to do eggs. a 24 ounce steak because <laughs> I don't want to have to use the bathroom during the raid, you know. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then I usually get uh, these little, there's this product called Duke Smoked Shorty Sausages. Oh, yeah. And they are outstanding. And I always have them for raid days. I always have a huge bag. I order them off of their website. Meat. Now we all uh, know they, your sponsor, Sausage. They are so good. <laughs> like, if you have never had them, Duke Smoked Shorty Sausages. If you this. like spicy food, they have a oh. they have a spicy, just a regular spice one. Can you speak in my way. language? I happen to have a bag right here. Yeah. It's funny. I, <laughs> I, do same, I do the same thing that if you've heard of Ostrom, you probably have in that world. It's just like ostrich or elk and mixed with beef. It's like lean. Uh -huh. But anyway, same thing. Those yeah, are so the best the, rate so, snacks. So these dukes are are not lean at all. They're yeah. very high. They're very high in you. fat. Yeah. yeah. So they're very high in fat, and that's why I eat them. So as you can imagine, things that are very high in fat tend to be tastier. Yeah. So they're oh, yeah. not as like they're not as like jerky and as dry. They're more super juicy and have fat in the middle. Yeah. Uh, they're just outstanding. I'm gonna these ten up. out of ten. 
Fran, did you do any raid prep for the last raid <laughs> besides sausage making? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> unlike Glad, who's just like, it's in his DNA and his uh, muscle memory at this point, he can hop into a new raid with the team that, you know, used to playing with. Um, definitely, yeah, like, well, I played with DCP, so the prep was mostly just on my end, which was, yeah. number one, I got to clear my vault out, and that is the hardest thing to do. <laughs> but aside from that, I do take the time to look at my, you know, armor and perks probably more than anything and then of course you just got to make sure that your gear that you need potentially is ready to be leveled up and that's the if you haven't done this before i don't know you know how you guys do it but it's like you might jump in and be like oh i'm gonna level this up and level this up and, and anyone who's done these will be like wait, wait wait don't do that have it ready and also assume that if you use dim dim can be down yeah so have stuff on other characters and ready that'll work you could run in it or that way you don't have to run back to the vault and little things like that but overall nothing too far beyond that i have an yes yeah, far Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I have an insanely methodical spreadsheet that Teddy helps us oh, make. Oh, if Teddy And, like, we oh min-max out, like, our path for time and everything yeah. for the last raid. And uh, I make sure to clean my uh, vault. We stacked bounties. We did the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Gosh, and, uh, I did a ton of bounty stacking. I hated it. Yeah, we did all time. that. I, I hope they figured out, like, a, a good place to just make it even keel because honestly it's annoying yeah <laughs> like it's not a super fun way to do it yeah i, I like the puzzle element of it a lot mm -hmm. like figuring out how to solve for that but beyond that it's kind of like yeah. i'd rather just like just give me a starting point and i can go yeah. on i, I think they're getting there with contests and the yeah. way that we found out when we jumped in we could have just played menagerie and got those yeah. bounties i think and yeah. we would have been good glad what were you gonna say I was just gonna say, yeah, I guess I guess I took that question a little bit of a different direction uh <laughs> no, but as fine. far as like prep for gear mm -hmm. I mean, just, you know, same thing everybody else does. If you can stack bounties, we're doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, if all your power drops, this last one was very methodical, the order that you had to do everything. Um, but, you know, my character alone, I make sure that for a new raid, I always have a ranged loadout and then a mm -hmm. backup close quarter loadout. So usually yeah. for new raids, I go in with a pulse rifle, which I don't normally use uh hand cannons are much better in pve usually uh i go in with a pulse rifle because i assume that i'm going to be under leveled and playing at a distance is going to be safer for me now if i come into an encounter where i'm like hey pulse rifles just are <laughs> completely useless here then i'll always have a hand cannon as a backup hand cannon shotgun mm -hmm. or you know so i always have That's... two loadouts ready to go what's your favorite exotic hand cannon <laughs> There's so many. my favorite exotic hand cannon <laughs> yeah. i mean i got a ace of spades is ridiculous yeah <laughs> I yeah, love it good. still. I hate getting even though they anything. they quote nerfed it, but it's really not. It's like I not know. A big I deal. still use it, <laughs> and I'm yeah. Bad I still at use PvP. it too. Just don't put Dude, it away. Just keep I, it out. I would don't stow it. I would go as far to say that Ace of Spades is worse in the Crucible than Lord of Wolves is, even with how <laughs> bad Lord it's. Of Wolves is. It just feels so nice to fire. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's, just it's so a good. really nice gun. It's nice that they yeah. kept it exotic though. So yeah, it's just a clean weapon. I like it. L last question, really quick, just because again, limited on recording time over there. I keep looking over. I'm like, is this? Do you want me to go over and look? It's all good. Uh, no, it's okay. <laughs> last question. Uh, besides exotic hand cannons, what other weapon type do you want to see a new exotic of? And if you have an idea for the park, let us know. Glad. Is there any exotic not currently in the game? <laughs> oh gosh. Um. So. I guess I would like to see more things like Wardcliff coil rocket launchers and mm. anarchy grenade launchers. Because they're are, weird, those, right? They're different. Mm. It's like Wardcliff coil is a rocket yeah. launcher, but you're shooting volley missiles 
and anarchy is a grenade launcher but you're shooting sticky things that emit electricity between them i just i just like how those guns are so off the wall so bizarre and it and it yeah and and bungie has shown over and over again that they that they do not lack in the creativity department Mm -hmm. and i would like to see more stuff like that so specifics no but i would love to see another fusion rifle that just you know, like 1K, for yeah, example. Yeah, I was going to say 1,000 yeah. voices absurd. was a great example. Yeah. It was so weird. It's like it, it plants a solar, like, uh, I don't even know. Explosion line. Yeah, on the <laughs> ground, and then it waits a second, and then it detonates yeah. in a big thing. It's insane, you know? And I would like to see more stuff like that, where it's not just your typical prospector, where, you know, grenade launcher, mm-hmm. full auto, does a lot of damage. I would like to see things that are more creative. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Fran? And not hand cannons. <laughs> yeah, sorry. What was I was thinking about exotics? What was the... Can you, can you think of a weapon type, at least, that you're like, man, I really want an exotic of that weapon type that we, we currently don't have, or more of... I'll tell you, yeah. I'll give you a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love Thunderlord. I keep peeking on the mic. Sorry. It's all right. Nobody, uh, nobody else knows. So I love Thunderlord. I love machine guns. And I would really, really like another exotic machine gun. But if I can't get that, sidearms. Sidearms need more. Oof. I'm kidding. I, I hate sidearms. I was like, he can't be serious. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, probably machine you know, guns. I just love machine guns. We have truth. Well, you're getting one with rocket. a bug in it. Huh? So you said you're getting one with a bug inside. Oh, Yes. You're there right. You Your wish came true. All right. I <laughs> Hive did it. tech. You're welcome, Internet. <laughs> um, no, I, I love machine guns going all the way back to Destiny 1. But I think Glad's answer was the best. Nailed just the fantasy weapons. In other words, not a kind to expect. Like, you could mm. you could say sidearm, but what we really want is a sidearm that does something completely bizarre. Um, mm. and, and that's but You have to learn of, how to use. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, scouts. We haven't seen it, like, since Mida or Mita, however I, you say it. Uh, well, you, well, you have uh, the one that hit fires, uh, the lob that lobs the grenades. What's that thing called? Sunbreakers, though, I think. No, Sunbreakers. Skyburners. Uh... Sky yeah, 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 yeah. I would I would like to see, just because it's near and dear to my heart, though, I love fusions and the way that loaded question feels, but also the explosiveness of sunshot. Like, But sticking oh, yeah. with fusions, like, there's something there. Like, I could just see this explosive beam of light that, like, cuts through everything. And anyway, something with fusions. Again, I know I realize what Sleeper Simulant is, but it doesn't have the explosiveness. Um yeah, like what if you shot through multiple enemies, but mm. they all exploded and it reflected. And anyway, I think there's some wild stuff you could do. So um, for you, it's more about the perk. It's yeah, it's yeah. that everybody loves Dragonfly and mm-hmm. uh, whatever it's called now, uh, fi- uh, Firefly. 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 I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something well, like that. Well, uh, just so we don't run out of tape, Glad, thank you so much for joining us. I love seeing your tweets of the crazy stuff that you've done during the day yes. and checking out your streams <laughs> when you're grinding. For those who uh, don't know, where can they watch you? Uh, twitch.tv slash glad that's g-l-a-d-d always with the double d's uh youtube at glad as well and then um and then a twitter at glad on twitch yeah and friend it's good to see you again yeah it's been awesome thanks for making the trek across town and stopping by the studio i appreciate it can i plug my stuff yeah go for it you can of course catch me as well on twitch at uh, fm3 underscore thank you everybody who supported me there and i always throw out if you want to support me in content creation obviously i'm a dcp by the way i should have mentioned that i almost got in trouble on that one (laughs) destiny community podcast you can check me out there every thursday at 6 p.m live on twitch but i was gonna say i'm also on the epic store so it's a great way to support if you're Mm. on the epic uh playing Dauntless, Fortnite, or anything up there. Just Fran Mirabella, if you'd like to support me there. Thanks, everyone. 
All right, Glad, at the end of the show, we all say Guardian's out. So just do it a little bit faster because there's a delay on Discord. Let's what? see how this goes. I'll say until next time, and then we all say Guardians out. So let's just and we point. Let's just wing it, and we point at the camera. So just point at your camera. It's this is always error. fun to try and coordinate. It's really dorky. Fran thought of it. I did, but we love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So thank you everybody for joining us. Until next time, Guardians, Guardians out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.